Welcome to the Fire and Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Sorrow. I believe in taking massive, inspired action from an awakened soul. This show is a weekly dose of spiritual principles, personal development, and success strategies for creating an epically aligned life. Here's to your wildest dreams coming true with less hustle, grit and grind, more flow, ease, and grace. I'm the founder of the Live Video Mastery Academy, a TV host, speaker, best-selling author, and proud fur mama, and I'll be sharing real talks with successful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, best-selling authors, spiritual luminaries, and high-performance experts in this unfiltered, transformational, and soul-centered podcast. Things are about to get real. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to the Fire and Soul Podcast. Before we dive into my amazing guest today, I want to talk to you about something super special that I think you are going to love. This is for my female awesome rock star women listeners out there. I am letting you know right now about something really cool and special that's happening called Permission Granted. This is founded by Patty Aubrey. She is the president of Jack Canfield Companies. She's been his business partner for 30 years. She helped build the billion dollar book brand of Chicken Soup for the Soul. She also has 14 of her own New York Times bestselling books under her belt. And she is finally stepping out from being behind the scenes and trying to live a life according to everybody else's plan and granting herself permission to do what she wants, to show up, to speak up, and to stand up for all that she truly believes in and what sets her own heart on fire. And she's on this mission to take us women with her. And it's a really cool 12-month-long mastermind, you guys, that is going to be a tribe of supportive, like-minded, like-hearted women that is really designed to help us create the life of our dreams and to empower ourselves to have it all. So it's broken up into 12 different pieces of curriculum, like 12 different topics that are all so powerful and empowering. And each one of those topics, as you're masterminding and growing and learning and supporting each other along the way, are facilitated by incredible guest speakers. You're going to be blown away by this list. And this is just the beginning. They haven't even released all the names yet. And so I wanted to let you know about this because you can have first crack at actually getting into the registration before it sells out. So there's a link. If you already know, you just want to like jump in and like, you know, like read all about it. Then there's a link in the show notes for this podcast. So it's at fireandsoulpodcast.com. You'll see that there under this episode for Agape, and it'll say permission granted registration. So you can find that there, but let me just continue to tell you a little bit more. So here's just some of the topics that we're going to cover. And I say that we, because I am one of the guest experts. So it's permission to get real, permission to live with intention, permission to believe in yourself, permission to ask for what you want, permission to act as if, to be present, over perfect. That's my fave. Permission to face what isn't working. Permission to transcend your limiting beliefs, to clean up your messes. Permission to be grateful. Permission to master the game of money and permission to love your life. Now check out this roster of expert guest speakers, Iyanla Van Zandt. Yeah, you know her, the number one New York Times bestselling author and international thought leader and host of Oprah's Fix My Life, hugely popular show. How about Lisa Nichols, motivational speaker and CEO, known for motivating the masses. Shelly Zalas, CEO and founder of the Female Quotient and international thought leader. Lindsay Simsick and Krista Williams. Lindsay was on this podcast about a year ago. She's got a hugely popular podcast and movement known as Almost 30 that is an international phenomenon. Lori Harder, lifestyle entrepreneur and podcast host of Earn Your Happy. And Sarah Contreras 
Petrella, number one best-selling author and manifestation expert, and yours truly. This is going to be an epic journey that's 12 months long, and the guests are just beginning to be rolled out. There will be more expert speakers. You want to be a part of this, my friends. You, especially you who listen to this podcast for less than a hundred bucks a month, you want to be a part of this. So anyway, the link will be in the show notes called Permission Granted Registration. This is not a sponsorship. This is not an ad. This is because I believe in this mission. I love Patty. I love Jocelyn, who's her president and my dear friend and also has been on this podcast and is really behind also part of the movement. And I want you to know all about it because I think in about a year from now, the world will be talking about permission granted like the world was speaking about Chicken Soup for the Soul. It's the same woman behind a new mission that truly lights her soul on fire to help us. And Patty's so generous. She's given me single coaching ideas in five minutes time that helped me to generate $60,000 in 24 hours. No joke. Yep. No joke. So this is a real thing and you're going to love it. Okay. So now let's dive into our guest for the day. I love this lady like you can't even believe. Agape Stasinopoulos is such a beautiful soul, and I'm so excited to have her on the show. This is a spiritual, heartfelt, beautiful conversation that happened in her living room on the couch. I'm not going to lie. The audio is not the greatest because I didn't have my proper setup because I did go to her house. And it was such an honor to be invited into her home and to share a meal together and to stroll the gardens and, and all of that beautifulness, right? But at the same time, what was slightly compromised is the audio, but you'll still get the gist. I invite you just to get a cup of coffee or a hot you know, cup of tea and just to fully enjoy this one because it goes slow, it's deep, it's juicy, and there's so much love and light in this conversation. But before we completely dive in, let me just give you an overview of who this special soul is, who I am now so honored to call my friend. Agape Stasinopoulos is a best-selling author and speaker who inspires audiences around the world. In her new book, Wake Up to the Joy of You, 52 Meditations and Practices for a Calmer, Happier Life, she takes readers on a journey and, and inspires them to let go of what doesn't work and instead create the lives they really want. Agape was trained in London at the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art and then moved on to receive her master's degree in psychology from the University of Santa Monica. Her previous books on the Greek archetypes, gods and goddesses in love and conversations with the goddesses were turned into PBS specials. She's currently conducting workshops for Thrive Global, a company founded by her sister, Ariana Huffington, to help change the way we work and live. By the way, in case you don't know, this podcast, Fire and Soul, is also on the Thrive Global platform, which I'm incredibly honored by, and that happened through my relationship with Agape. She's the one who recommended it and made that happen, so a genuine shout out of gratitude for that, and definitely check out Thrive Global and her amazing workshops. Agape has spoken and conducted meditations at many organizations and companies, including ABC Carpet and Home, Women's Health Magazine, Museum of Modern Art, IBM Watson, SAP, Pandora Radio, CVS Corporate, Weight Watchers, Pepsi, Google, Nike, Starbucks, Fortune Health Conference, and the Heart Association, amongst many others. And in fact, I met Agape at the Upgrade Labs Biohacking Conference back in April. Many of you remember that. She was a speaker and I attended her breakout session and it was like love at first sight, truly. Like she spoke to my soul and I knew I had to have her on this show so that she could speak to yours and wake you up to the joy of who you really are. Yes, that's how we work around here. She divides her time between New York and her beautiful home in Los Angeles, and she was born and raised in Athens, Greece. So without further ado, my friends, please meet the beautiful, loving, soulful, gorgeous soul, Agape. So Agape has just joined the podcast, <laughs> for those of you listening right now, and we just spent what two hours? Two hours nonstop in the garden, in the garden, in, in your bedroom, kitchen. in the, the kitchen. kitchen. She fed me, of course, as as a and Greek goddess nice. would, and and then we prayed, and, and we then prayed. you did this beautiful chant that that if we have time, we'll do it at the end. This compassion chant that made me cry. 
Anahu, A-N-I-H-U. Hu is the Sanskrit word for God. Mm. And when I chant Hu, it calms me down and kind of quietens my mind. Anahu means compassion. And all I have to do sometimes is just five Anahus. And, and you and I can do it together afterwards. I would love that again. again. Yeah, and we can have our listeners join. I would love that. And by the way, stay tuned all the way to the end because you're going to get Agape's email address directly. And then when you write to her, which she receives, she'll send you four free meditations. And her meditations are nothing short of epic, y'all. Like this is like the main main you're like the real deal (laughs) you're the real deal i'm the real deal i love it i want to share how we met yes so i had the blessing and privilege to mc the biohacking conference which all my listeners know about by now should every conference be blessed to have you as an mc well should every oh my god oh girl well thank you i actually had never emceed i always speak Right. So, but it was one of those opportunities where you don't really pass up. It was, I got to meet your sister. I got to meet you. I got to meet so many beautiful game changers. Right. And so, but let's just, let's just set the stage. It's not a Tony Robbins event. This is an event where they are seriously smart academics, biohackers in nature, flown around the world. A lot of information. With a a ton of information. And they want to write notes and they're not thinking about dancing and singing and hugging Uh and crying and connecting and the rah-rah. So here we've just had a full day of, of speakers, right? Doctors, physicians, scientists, et cetera. And then we have breakout sessions. Yes. And there's a myriad of different breakout sessions. And I feel very drawn to yours just because I, it, there was no question. I had to be in your room. But see, here we've gone from serious, barely crack a smile. I'm on the stage like, oh my gosh, wow, this is really different energy. Are they alive? Is there a heartbeat? But really, they were very engaged just taking notes. Yes. I had to learn along that first day. But then I see your room overflowing, standing room only. People were turned away at the door. Yes. And within one minute, less than a minute, your energy and your vibrant soul had everybody up and dancing and hugging and singing and holding hands. And holding hands. And we were dancing. Uh, what were we dancing? Safe and Sound by New Republic, or were we dancing uh, Bruno Mars, Just the Way You Are? No, it was some song I had never heard. Okay. And then I had asked you at the end, and then you were so busy with people wanting you to sign your book and giving you hugs. I mean, we couldn't clear them out. Yes. It was like, wait, no, we got to go back in the main room. We finished with Andrea Bocelli's Call oh. On Me. Oh, my oh. God. If you are ever talking to our wonderful listeners, if you're ever feeling your heart is closed and you want a little heart opening, just play Andrea Bocelli and watch the video with his son uh, called Fall On Me. Fall on me. I will add that to the show resources so they can check it out. Fall on me. Oh my gosh. I also... And then I gave you my book. You gave me your book in the green room. That's where I first met you. Well, that was actually, yes, where I first met you. Ariana was preparing to speak. You were getting a tour as well because you were obviously an esteemed speaker. And all of a sudden, your light, it was like I was a moth to that light. Oh my God. (laughs) It was like, who's that? You were so lit up with joy. We didn't see a ton of that in the green room. And you were so unique and so, yeah, so radiant. Oh, thank you, darling. And then you handed me your book. And it was so generous. Wake up to the joy of you, which I have now read. And can I just say, your book feels like a friend, a very dear, beloved friend. But every time I pick it up and I grab something, because that's the way I read it. I don't go cover to cover. I get a snapshot. And then I take a nice big deep breath and then I lay it across my heart and it feels like a wonderful conversation with a dear friend. That's how I wrote it. Really? And I wrote it from that consciousness of uh, wanting to offer everything that I had learned in my journey. Michelle and I right now in our home in Brentwood and I actually did the proposal right here in this house. Mm. Michelle, I had 100, about 110 subjects because when I wrote my book, Before Wake Up to the Joy of You, which is called Unbinding the Heart, A Dose of Greek Wisdom, Generosity, and Unconditional mm-hmm. Love, it was, my li- it was 32 chapters about my life, how yeah. I started in Greece, how I went to the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts and started mm-hmm. acting, how I was recognized as an incredibly brilliant actress. Mm-hmm. 
which I still am. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how I came to Hollywood to do a movie, and the movie fell out and uh, fell through, actually. That's, yeah. And then I embarked on my spiritual journey. Right in this city of Los Angeles, I found my spirit and my soul through my spiritual teacher. And it was a series of events that happened that led me from reading spiritual books, doing hours of yoga, that my kundalini opened, my spirit opened, and then I said, oh my God, I need a teacher, and prayed. And I found my teacher, John Roger, which is the Church of the Movement of Spiritual Inner Awareness. It's non-denominational, mm -hmm. and it's about the spirit. But when I found him, and I heard his voice, and the love, and the mastery, of the, the high vibration that he was bringing, but the love, mm. I mean, this teacher, this man who hugged you and you felt your heart chakra exploded. Mm. So it was that kind of God's energy through him that through my path, I started to awaken to my heart. Yes. And I did the University of Santa Monica, I did insight seminars, I did retreats, and man, I worked it. Ah, I, I mean, love it. I worked it. When people say to me now, how did you get here? How do you, can you speak with such authority? How can you speak with such vulnerability and mm. yet, and yet strength? Yes. Because the heart is vulnerable and yet mighty. Yes. And how did you find Agape? Because I write about this. I said, you got to put the inner work. Mm. You got to be patient. You got to be kind. You got to be forgiving. You've got to be loving. You've got to ask for help. You've got to discern who is for me, who is not for me, who is my people. You've got to take the no's that the world gives you. And I've had so many no's, no's from the acting career, from the producing. I had years and years, as I say, that the world was giving me nothing. Mm. The world was giving no, no relationship that was right for me, no career that was right for me. And because of that, I had to knock on the inner doors Yes, and knock and yes. knock and go through the emptiness and the abyss and the, the disappointments. Mm. And out of that, I started to crack myself open. I had an amazing spiritual teacher, though, you know, who also guided me through mm -hmm. this. I did the seminars. I did the inner work. And then little by little, events and circumstances started to happen where I found my strength in my spirit. Mm. But it is really like digging, and you're digging to break the cement, you know, of the asphalt of the street, and you're digging and you're digging, and you don't stop digging. And then suddenly it floods open and you find the diamond. Mm. And you go, and the diamond at the beginning is a little dirty, mm -hmm. so you go to polish it and polish it. And I found myself in a place after I wrote Unbinding the Heart of where I exposed and told my story in the most vulnerable way, cried my eyes out as I was writing it. And when the book was released and sent out, that was five years ago, I think, about 2000, maybe more than that, six, maybe six, seven years, I started to speak from that place of the heart. Mm -hmm. It was an authentic speaking that told my story, but as I told it every time, I connected with people. Mm. And as I connected with them, they started to open up because I believe that when you are speaking, my, in my sense of, of, for me, somebody said the greatest compliment for me, said, you're not a speaker, you are a transmuter. You mm. transmute energy, you transmute light, you transmute your vibration of love. To other people mm -hmm. and to me that was the effect that I was having and I found that I felt such openness mm. from people and I connected with them and I started to realize that that was my feedback from my universe so to speak like okay this is working the very first part in the introduction of your newest book wake up to the joy of you which is what we're talking about I love what you wrote here Agape when you said that when you meet people, your favorite compliment ever to receive is, you are so real. Yes. Which so is real. exactly yes. this, because you're sharing in that vulnerability, in that authenticity. Yes. Now, 
How old were you when you met your teacher? 23. So you were very young when you very moved to young. Los Angeles from London. Oh, my God. Very young. Did you do USM, University of Santa Monica, at yes. that age? No, I did okay. USM 10 years later. Okay. But so yes. you're on this spiritual journey. Yes. Who is Agape? And through action and through nose and through grinding away, right, of going after what you thought you wanted. Yes, exactly. What you thought was destined that clearly wasn't. Yes. And that's so hard to... To understand in the midst of it, yes? Yes. Where did you go for solace along the way? How did you cope? How did I cope? You know, at times, at times with a lot of pain, a lot mm. of angst, a lot of angst. Growing pains of transformation are like uh, birth pains. Totally. You totally forget about them. <laughs> <laughs> so true. You're just more focused on the baby or the, I'm the like, breakthrough. I'm going out. Did I go through pain? I don't, what kind of pain? I mean, I don't Literally. remember. Oh my gosh, great analogy. I mean, I've never given birth, but I watched my sister. I was there in the room and I said, oh my God, <laughs> no, no uh, injections, you know, wow. no epidural. She's strong. And, and I look, you look at women who are cut in the middle to get that baby out and, and you go, they'll do it again and again and again. <laughs> I say, woman, did you just forget what happened there? But that's us with our limiting beliefs, our stories, our stress, and our toxic patterns, right? I mean, fear of money. Let's just talk about totally. that. Yes. I was kind of broke and overspending and in debt. <laughs> and it was like horrible. And it was like, oh my God, this, this feels so awful. And then, and then here's the worst thing that happens to us humans. We start to live in shame, in contraction, in security. Mm -hmm. And you feel... Like you cover up everything mm -hmm. so that you can fit in. And that's excruciating mm -hmm. because now you can't really be real with people. Mm -hmm. You have a few people you can be real with. Yes. Hopefully your yeah. closest friends. But it's sort of like what somebody said to me at a corporation the other day. We were talking, said, then people, you suffer from the imposter syndrome. Mm. And that's so lonely. Mm. That is so lonely. Because, you know what loneliness is, Michelle? What is it? Loneliness is what you project and who you are, there is a discrepancy. Yes. That's loneliness. Oh, that's brilliant. Yes. Because when you are home by yourself, you are this person. Mm -hmm. And then you put on your mask and you put on your outfits and you put on your air and you project that, but that's not you. And then people buy that. Mm. And I don't care if you're presenting your brilliant mind, maybe, or you're presenting your career credentials, or whatever it is you are selling out there, it's got to be connected. Yes. Or you're going to feel lonely. Yes. You know, how many times when we know people, successful people who have the billions and the careers, but they're empty inside. They're unfulfilled. They're unfulfilled and they're disconnected. Yes. And they feel, you know, they go into these workplaces that they have to exile their heart. They have to leave their heart at home. Mm. And uh, that's just what's happening all over America mm -hmm. in every single way. All over the world, but yes, predominantly here in America. And even in the yoga world, in the meditation world, and in the, so to speak, self-help world, there is also somewhere where now other people you go oh they know they're the gurus they're the coaches they're be watchful be watchful because what you want is the genuine real human being human to human i call it h to h not b to b business business h to h heart to heart and these people are there so my dear listeners find them Find your people. Michelle and I are our people, our people. Well, and you, once you become it and you step into that, which is the whole point of this podcast, right? Which is so right up your alley. Taking action from an awakened soul. Mm -hmm. So writing the book was an awakened soul. Yes. I imagine that you might have been scared to put this book out there. Yes. Which one? The second the one? The first one. Yes. The Thank you for asking. Yes. The Unbinding Heart. The Unbinding Heart. You, really you just shared your whole story wrong. Yes, and you know, I do, and I must say, I always give credit to my amazing editor, Patty Gift from mm -hmm. Hay House, is very beloved out there, and when I send her the manuscript or my chapters, she would put big lines across and says, that's not a Gabi's voice, that's didactic, that's you telling people how to do it. I don't want that, I want a Gabi's voice. Mm -hmm. So I had to dig very deep 
And I'm telling all of you out there who are listening, if you have a story to tell, whether it gets published, whether you get an agent, whether you publish it, please write your story. Your story. Your story matters to you yes. and to your children and to yes. your people. You know, take it, write it. If you want to publish it, of course, find a good editor. Find somebody who will give you feedback. It's a mm-hmm. process. But write your story regardless. Mm-hmm. Because in writing your story, you unravel the tapestry of your life. Mm-hmm. The first chapter of my book, Unbinding the Heart, is the tapestry of my life. Mm-hmm. And you realize that each stitch, each action, each thing that didn't happen, each thing that happened, it's a milestone to your progression. Yes. Because why are we here? Why are we here for this tiny little beast of time mm-hmm. to blink in, in, in God's eyelid? You know, it's a tiny little moment. It's a finite in the infinity of the grandeur of life. Why are we here? The only reason we are here is to awaken to who we are. I agree. And so when you talk about putting the book out there and then going and sharing it, you know, as you spoke in various places, and I I shared some of that before the conversation, various team corporations, right? And when you discovered that people were responding and resonating Mm -hmm. with your truth, did that give you did that give you more fuel to keep yes, going? Concrete. And then you just like rip it open and like, how deep can I go? go because exactly. the woman that I know who was the speaker in the breakout room and that I met in the green room, you were completely unabashed, yes. completely unapologetic. Just I'm here okay. and I will be seen, yes. but you didn't dominate. Yes, it was just like, I'm fully free. That's how it felt. Yes. But that didn't happen overnight. Not at all. And the reason why I'm free on the stage and in my life when I'm with people is because, as my acting teachers used to say, it's not about you. It's not about you, girl. Right. It's about serving that play, serving yes. that character. Yes. It's about, you know, serving Phaedra and saying, how did Phaedra feel? For, you know, using a copy to serve Phaedra. Mm-hmm. For me, when I'm with people and, and when I'm with you right now, or when I'm in, in a little workshop or in, in the stage with 3,000 people, it's not about me. It's about taking what I have to project it and give it to them, to, to inject it to them, to awaken them, Yes, yes. You know, to make them feel amazing. Yes. It's not about, oh my God, let them all feel how wonderful I am. Mm-hmm. No, because that's, it's almost like acting and saying, look how great I am. And that's just like, it's going to be an awful performance. Right. And a long life of unfulfillment because you're not going to make everyone happy. No. Right? And nobody's, I always say this, nobody's looking for perfection. Everybody's looking for real. Yeah. And so when you woke up to the truth of who you really are, which is, wow, agape can be this honest, this vulnerable, and it resonates and they want more. That's so freeing. Yes. What bliss. What bliss. It's really bliss. And I do, because before that, you know, Michelle, I used to do the conversations with the goddesses. I wrote books about the Greek archetypes. Mm. And right now in my Instagram, which I will tell you, it's Agape Sees, my first name, Agape, which means unconditional love. Yes, I know. Uh, Agape Church is not my church. Let me clarify that. Got it. As people say. And they spell it differently anyway. Yeah. And so I have a whole thing about the archetype. So I, I did 10 years of the goddesses and I was acting, but I wasn't Agape. I mean, I was still Agape, but it was the goddesses. Mm-hmm. So then when we, my books, Unbinding the Heart and Wake Up to the Joy of You, it was unapologetically, authentically Agape. And it's exactly, you just nailed it. The more I shared my heart openly, the more this thing grew mm. and grew. And I now then call it, it was the tsunami of love. Oh. It's like uh, permission granted. You mentioned that phrase before. Yes. It's like somebody said, go girl, go yeah, girl. girl. And girl. so again, to send it back as a message to everybody who is listening, is like, you know, we don't become confident and secure. Like it's not an attribute. It's an, and God will give you blue eyes and confidence. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen that way. Confidence is gained through constant action. Mm-hmm. And, yes. and constant action, constant putting yourself out there mm-hmm. and being scared and being afraid and being you know, nervous and saying, let me try this. And then you 
take the plunge. I love it. It's the most liberating thing. As you know, in my workshop that you came, I use this phrase that I also want to share with you right here, which is when I was going through some difficult times or when I would have a challenge, my spiritual teacher, John Roger, would say to me, Agape, you're free. Mm. So to me, that affirming, and then I, I had people at the workshop say, Michelle, you're free. Mm-hmm. And, and yes. say to yourself, Michelle, I'm free. Yes. Look in the mirror and say your name. You know, uh, Leon, you're free. Michael, you're free. Samantha, you're free. You affirm it um, 24-7 mm. because the human condition is a condition that closes down on the spirit. The body contracts, the mind suffocates us. Even if it is a brilliant mind, it's still the mind. Mm -hmm. The emotions go up and down, they're turbulent. Mm -hmm. And the etheric is the unconscious, goes through God knows what, you Mm -hmm. know, that you go through incredible feelings, imagination, you know, just stuff that's like in there. And then there is the spirit and the soul that's free and expanded. Mm. So imagine that when you tell yourself you're free, it's almost you're putting the dial into your spirit. And then you're giving your spirit a jolt, like when you are about to, you know, start the car, jumpstart the car, and you go, you're free. And you give that command and then the rest of the levels of consciousness go into alignment to obey the freedom. And you, it's almost like it's the horse and you go, you are now following me, the freedom. You are under my command. You are under my domain. Does that make sense? Totally. Well, this goes back to exactly what you said in the beginning. It's the only purpose as far as you can see that we are here having a physical human incarnation is to awaken to our soul. Yes. So this is a wonderful, practical, very actionable tool. When you're feeling contracted, stressed, anxious, imposter syndrome, you're plagued by that, whatever the not enoughness. When you don't have enough money. When the guy left you, yes. when you want that guy that loves your girlfriend, or when you love that girl that never looks at you, whatever (laughs) you are, whenever everything is triggered, when you're in a relationship that they don't give you what you really want, when you don't feel loved and cherished. I mean, there are like thousands of things daily as the humanness that can shake us. You got to get to that place of saying you're free and then decide what you're going to do. Yes. And I love that because thoughts are things. Ernest Holmes, you know, taught us that. And we all now know that if we want to be a master of manifesting, it starts with what you say to yourself, right? How you feed your mind and the types of things that you are believing to be true about you or a situation. So you're suggesting to tell yourself, look yourself in the eye, mirror work is powerful and say, you're free, you're free. And I love the idea of speaking to yourself in third person. Yeah. So you're coming from a, it's a command from almost like above. You know, Alexa, the, the Alexa. Yes. You know, if you say, Alexa, you, if you say to her, play John Meyer, right. she won't respond. Right. If you say, Alexa, play John Meyer, she'll play. Oh my God, that's brilliant. Okay. So you're saying, Michelle. Michelle, let's say, what would you, your command be to yourself? Michelle, you're free. Mm-hmm. Or Michelle, you are powerful. Michelle, mm-hmm. you have the answer. The other day, I had lost my key and I kept finding my key. So I said, Agape, stop. Where is your key? And I went and got my key. <laughs> so it's like we always know, you know, Michelle, we are creators. Yes. We are divine creators. I don't care what you look like, what money you have, who loves you, where do you live how tidy your house is, how untidy your house is. You know, you don't have to be very condo. <laughs> She's sparking a different kind of joy. <laughs> the joy of untidying up. Yeah, you yeah. saw my desk, it is. I look at my desk. But see, I look at that desk and I just think it looks lived in and cozy. It doesn't look untidy to me. Okay, that's It cool. looks like a life. Yes, it's life. Yeah. No, you should see my desk. That's untidy. No, your desk just looks like you're living and traveling and living your best life. Yes. Yes. And so, but I understand. uh, And I have a lot of things outside because I said to my, I like my t-shirts on my chair. I don't have to look at them on the drawer. That's how I am. Yes. So, you know, find how you're made 
and then give yourself a lot of latitude and then stop pressuring yourself. Stop, stop. I told myself the other day, stop judging me because some part of me was judging me. Like Agape? Stop, stop ju judging stop, yourself. Stop, stop judging me. Yes. Okay, Agape, stop, stop judging, judging you. Me. Or whoever is judging me, stop judging Agape because yes. I love her. Oh. I love Agape. Oh. But I've got to love Agape. I mean, I've got to really love her. And, and when I'm going through a hard time or having an emotional time, I mm. say to myself, Honey, what can I do for you right now? I call myself, honey, you darling. Mm. What can I do for you right now? Because what we mm. do is when we're having a hard time, we resist it. We fight it. We stuff it down. We stuff it down. We either overeat, overdrink, overwork, oversex, overshop, all the over, 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 right? Yes. Or over-ruminate. Yeah. You go over and oh, over in your that's head. Me. Let me just say, in my world, being a human being is an unbearably challenging job <laughs> it's challenging being a human being yeah do you find that michelle well but the thing that i find the most challenging is how to maintain that master a right. feeling of having an awakened soul feeling like i'm in flow and that everything is manifesting because i'm in such alignment but i also know i know because i've learned to appreciate the contrast because the contrast is there for a reason. So when I'm not feeling like I'm in flow and I'm feeling more contracting, I can appreciate that and look at what is the gift in that trying to show me, trying to teach me, trying to grow me. If it were all unicorns and rainbows every single day, I wouldn't have an appreciation for it. Well, exactly. It's like the sun. Right mm -hmm. now, it's dark here because it's coming to 8 p.m., but the sun is here somewhere else. The right. sun exists. Yes. And it's the same thing with... The sun, the soul is always there. Mm. So the question is, when we are in our cloudy days mm -hmm. or in our worrisome days, mm. what are the keys to help ourselves clear up the cloud? And what do you do? Okay, so very simply, acknowledging it and not judging it. Mm -hmm. Like I'm feeling off. I might have picked up an energy from someone else. Somebody said something that upset my feelings. I'm feeling stuck. I'm feeling like I don't have my enthusiasm, right? Let's say, yes. let's say you know, yes. I don't have inspiration. I'm feeling kind of blah. Mm -hmm. So if we can at that moment send the signal to our brain, to our consciousness, that we are not alone, that as I call in the book, the chapter, God is my partner. Yes. And, and if you take a pad, make a habit, take a pen and write it in a post-it, in a pad and say, Here's the question. God is my partner. Let the spirit speak to me. Spirit mm. speaks to me. What can I do right now to shift into a more uplifting state of consciousness? Mm. It's a very simple question. Mm. Well, believe me, the spirit will always tell you. It might say, you need to move, girl. You need to put your lipstick on. <laughs> you need to... Clap your hands to pattern interrupt. Pattern interrupt. Yep. Because you're in it. Yes. You need to go rah, rah, rah. Mm -hmm. You need to do some jumping jacks. Shake yourself mm -hmm. off. You need to go around the block. Call a friend and tell them you're sinking. Say, send me light. I mm. call people and say, send me light. I'm, I'm kind of sinking inside. Mm. That's oh, beautiful. That's up, so vulnerable. Open up my People book. don't reach out and say, I'm, I'm sinking. sinking. Oh my God. I'm, I'm hurting. I'm scared. I don't know what to do. Please send me light. People don't say that stuff. I mean, I was, beautiful. At, 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 I was going to Restoration Hardware the other day to buy a bed. And uh, I was talking to a girlfriend hmm. of mine. And I, she called me and said, oh, you said, honey, I said, I'm right, I'm right now. I'm so off. Send me light. I said, he said to me, well, I have hurt feelings. She said, because this and this happened. She started to tell me. I said, you know, I don't have time to hear the story. I was so honest. Because I, my I don't have the bandwidth right now right. to take on her, a processor. You know, I'm not centered enough. And I'm thinking about buying a bed. <laughs> so I got off my Uber and I said to her, you know, this Uber driver was really upsetting me because he was driving very jumpy, you know, breaking. I was getting nauseous. Mm -hmm. So I said, I need a moment to, you know, so I didn't go to the shop. I walked around. I mean, this is like minor little things that happen in our day that how do you process? How do you react? Now, you can go unconscious and on an automatic and say, I'm fine. 
and numb out. But if you're alive and experiencing your feelings and you're not taking Prozac or whatever you're taking or marijuana, you know, or uh, smoking. Or drinking or, or whatever. Drinking. Well, smoking has become a big thing. Smoking? It's oh, the vapes? The, the vapes. Yeah. You know, we don't know what they're doing to us. I know. You know, we, we don't know what they're doing to our brains. I know. And it's becoming a thing. So what you just described happens to people every single day and they don't know it necessarily because they're unconscious. Now, most of the listeners that tune into my show are more conscious, right? So as you got yourself calibrated and recentered after the Uber ride and the conversation with your girlfriend before you go to buy your new fancy bed, which I love, how did you realign with your soul? I realigned with agape, first of all. Mm-hmm. And I, I was very, I mean, there's a process of things so far deciding on the bed and I kept calling in the light. I kept going, you know, I'm not, I'm not really feeling that centered, but light, light. I, I make a mm. habit to say light, acknowledge where I am and bringing the levels of other consciousness. Mm. And by the time I got home, I, you know, I had a beautiful dinner with my family and then I meditated at night mm. to read. And, I, and as I went to sleep, I prayed and I listened to a lot of guided meditations. Mm-hmm. As you know, I have, Who's some of your favorites? Well, I listen to a lot with my teacher. One is called Dying Each Day. Oh, beautiful. Which I love. Your teacher, John Roger? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's about putting the day to bed, letting go of the day. That's Just perfect. going into a calmness. Because, you see, part of the key here is, can I go to bed trusting that the day and whatever stressed me in the day can be released. Mm-hmm. And so I make a habit to play music before, to have my ritual. You know, rituals are so important. That's part of the Thrive culture as well. Yes. We ask people to take time before and not go into your devices because that trigger you. Mm-hmm. Listen to the music you love. I love to TiVo, Jimmy Kimmel, and, and James Corden, and mm-hmm. all the fun things. I might watch... Something funny, you know, on TV, you know, but that has devoted. And then when I go to sleep, it's it's like a, a letting go of prayer, surrendering. Mm. And then when I wake up, I usually am not ready to meditate. My practice is very much, I have it like an automatic prayer, like setting an intention for the day. Mm-hmm. But I'm not like, you are amazing. You write your, in your gratitude journals. I do my rampage of gratitude actually verbally from my bed. I open my eyes and the first thing I do is I put a smile on my face. Yeah, it's amazing. I I have to. I just smile because because that sends a signal to my brain that all is well. I'm alive. I'm healthy. My animals that are on the bed with me are alive and healthy. And that already just sends me to just immense gratitude. And then I go through a rampage of gratitude. And sometimes I'm surprised who makes the list. I'm not, I thought I was mad at that person, but I'm so grateful they're okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and, and then that shows me who I really am. And then I reach for my phone. I don't ever check social media, but on my phone is my app for my guided meditation through my teacher, my spiritual teacher. Beautiful. And then I start my day, but that's the totality of my routine. And then there's usually some sort of a workout. But I also go very slow in the morning. I can't go fast. I need That's several beautiful. hours to get it going. Rhythm. I do. It took time to, to yeah. get there. I'm still learning how to honor my rhythm because also, you know, I live with my sister, mm-hmm. Ariana, who has a very high rhythm and she's extremely productive in the morning. I mean, she gets up and then she starts, she has a lot of responsibilities, things that need to be dealt with. So I have learned to manage my energy and I'm still learning, mm-hmm. you know, what is agape need. But one of the things that I found that is key is to take time for the transition because at night there's so many dreams. I dream, I dream, I dream. Mm. So for me, like you, if I jump into the day, Mm-mm. I am then feeling a little off. Mm-hmm. What I find with, I use a lot the light. And what I mean by the light is the light frequency of who we are, the mm. light consciousness. And I ask that the light go to, you know, my family, my friends, my body, my health. It's a very silent, deep prayer that it's not necessarily with words. It's more like a, a consciousness of prayer. Because mm. to me, 
like you and I prayed, and it was so beautiful before. Prayer is the golden bridge between the human and the divine. Mm. And in the Bible, it says, pray ascensively. You know, if you think about it, Michelle, we are always being breathed, right? And conscious breathing, which is one of the meditations mm. I also teach, is the ability to focus on your breath, like right now while we're together. Mm. Take your breath, feel your lungs, feel your head, and hold the breath for a minute, and exhale. Mm. And as you exhale, see yourself coming into your presence, mm. the presence of who you are, the mm. soul. So again, as you take the breath, ask yourself, who is breathing me? This is amazing. I'm being breathed. The same breath that is with all of us, with Michelle, with me, with all of you now. And that moment reboots the brain back to being present. Isn't it amazing how the breath will totally bring you back to the present? It's so beautiful. We're wrapping up. There's a question that I wanted to ask you that's new for my podcast, which is how do you describe an awakened soul? What does that mean for you? Well, an awakened soul to me is someone who lives their lives realizing that they are a soul, mm. that they're not a body because the body dissolves and becomes dust. Mm. They're not the mind mm. because the mind is a tool that the consciousness uses and they are not the emotions and they are not the stories or the images. They are the soul. Mm. So then you go, well, what is the soul? You know, what is the consciousness? Mm -hmm. soul? soul is the light. Mm. Soul is love. And then when you look at other people, no matter what they have or they don't have or what they're going through, you look at them with the eyes from the soul, soul to soul. That's beautiful. And then that to me is an awakened soul. And it is, it's a never ending journey. Mm. You get into that boat, you get into that ship, you, don't, you get into that sailboat and it goes and it goes and it goes because it's eternal. Mm -hmm. And the human mind cannot comprehend it. The human mind cannot fathom it mm. because the, the mind is limited but the soul is unlimited. So all we can do here on this earth is to catch it in moments. And you go, ah, yes. And there are no words. It's like you catch it like a, like a, like a feather. It just goes and you go, I just felt my soul. Mm. And if you ask people, if you ask anybody, tell me a moment that you have felt your soul. People know it. I know. People always know it. Tell me a moment that you remember as a boy, as a, as a girl, that you were in your soul. Mm. Tell me a moment, you know, that you said, there's my soul. There's my father's soul when he was dying. There's my mother's soul that I have felt that she's been gone, you know, over 20 years, but I would feel her soul mm. come in and visit. So I want to encourage the listeners to say, to know that you know. Start writing, spirit speaks to me. Start channeling your inner spirit in your, in your journal. I have a, a journal by my bedside. It's called Agape's Prayers. Mm. Somebody gave it to me as a gift. It's a beautiful leather-bound book. And I have a calligraphy pen and I just jot things down. Let, mm. let your soul speak to you. Mm. Because if you don't invite your soul to come in, to say, come, be with me. I, I'm going to host you. In my, in my consciousness, it won't come because it needs to be invited. Yes. If you're so full of your thoughts, your judgments, your worries, your preoccupations, the soul is not going to come in. Yes. And that's going to be a shame because we don't live a life that you don't know your soul. No, because that's unconscious living. That's, that's living fragmented and disconnected and isolated. And, and lonely. And lonely. And lonely. Yes which you is know. the opposite of what we're trying to foster here, Yes, which is continuing to keep yourself open, taking the action, letting the no be okay, knowing that you're divinely guided, yes. right? I mean, you're 
very successful as a speaker, as an author, as a workshop leader, as an actress, extremely accomplished. And yet this is real life that we're talking about here. But I'm more successful because I now know where to find agape. Yes. I know how to manage me. I know how to love her. I know how to navigate my life every day, you know, whether I'm out in the world or I'm at my home or with my friends or out in the public. I got me. And that's to me success. I got you, babe. Is that Cher mm-hmm. who says, mm-hmm. I got you, babe. Mm-hmm. So get to you. What does it take to get to you? And be patient with yourself because it's not an overnight thing. Mm-mm. It's not something that's going to, to happen. A lot of things are going to unhappen before you happen. Totally. Right? You have to unplug so that you've got the white space that's neutral exactly. before you start filling it in with actually what's right and in alignment for your highest and best good. And there is no, there is no answer that's not being, that there's no prayer that's not answered. I'm absolutely convinced that the universal intelligence, my mother used to say, know yourself and know something larger than yourself. That's beautiful. You know, and I love that. And so whether it is you call it God, the cosmos, the universe, the big blob in the sky, it's just like it's nothing to do with religion. It is the cosmic universal energy Mm. that is 37.3 billion cells Mm. that are making Michelle and Agape. But we are entrapped to being in that personality, in that ego, in that humanness, Mm. and we lose track of the something larger than yourselves. Well, get to the something larger of yourself, what is in you, so that you can do you way more freely, way more masterfully, way more abundantly, way more expanded. And then you don't have to read and go... uh, hundred books on how to find happiness because you're in it. <laughs> so true. That's a mic drop. Or as Oprah would say, tweet, tweet. <laughs> tweet, tweet. I mean, you can read Wake Up to the Joy of You because we're like, well, the Wake Up to the Joy of You is really a wonderful, I mean, it's such a good friend, but 52 meditations and practices for a calmer, happier life. That is how you awaken to the soul of who you really are. Yes. And you share more stories and your journey and your tapestry, as you called it earlier, which I just love. So I want everyone to pick up the book because it's such a beautiful read, not to mention looks gorgeous on the nightstand. It's a stunning book and it's been endorsed by everyone and anyone. And it's Um, got um, action steps and meditations. And now I'm going to give you my email, Agapi, A-G-A-P-I, at unbindingtheheart.com. Unbinding, like unbindingtheheart.com. And send me an email, Agapi, I would like your guided meditation. I'll send you four. Mm. If you like them, you can download 33. And they're beautiful. They're six, seven, eight minutes each. And they're anything of how to live in grace, how to move from worry to your soul, Mm. how to overcome your childhood. Mm. how to love yourself, how to find the power of your open heart, how to awaken to your joy, how to don't, uh, I love this one, don't sidestep your emotions, how to, true glamour is a chapter about how to not be trapped by glamour, and I have a beautiful story there. I wanted each story, each chapter to be little vignettes about my life, and then guidance of how to deal with that issue. Because I think the only way people really connect is the human story. Mm-hmm. We don't want to read any more didactic things mm-hmm. of how to do, do this, do, do that. Seven ways to enlightenment, you know. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's only yeah. one way to enlightenment. Hug someone. So true. Love, connect. Love a lot. Human connect, to human. Connect with you. Hug yourself a lot yes. and say, wake up in the morning and say, Agabi, no matter what, it's going to be a good day. I love you. Tell yourself that. I love it. And that's how you get an awakened soul, my friends. Like, Abby, I can't thank you enough for taking the time. Thank you. And for inviting me into your home and feeding me two dinners. (laughs) We're about to have another dinner. We have another dinner right now. And also, if you have any questions on anything, write to me because I do, you know, I do answer my emails myself. I I really care to see that if people are seeking the light, I have also my spiritual center in LA that got peace labyrinths and gardens on Adams and Crenshaw. There's a labyrinth. Mm. I want to take you there. I would love and that. gardens. And there's meditations there regularly with Diana Hugh. Mm. And uh, follow me on Agape C is my Instagram. And we'll make sure that we leave everything, all the links for your book, 
for your email, for your yes. social handles. God bless everything. you, darling. Oh, yeah, we, we, uh, we're fancy you. around here. Yeah, it may seem like a simple setup, but it's fancy on the back end. <laughs> You're so adorable. Thank you, my love. Can't thank thank, you, thank you so much. And thank mm. you to our listeners. And just, just be you. And just allow yourself a lot of space to be you, to breathe in you. Ask for help. Four magic words. Can you help me? Ask mm. for help. Give yourself and your help and your gifts unconditionally to people. No agenda. My mother used to say, it's not a trade. It's an offering. Yes. Offer. Offer of yourself. Beautiful. It's the quickest way to enlightenment. Mm. Offer of your gifts and love each other. We're all in it together. Mm. None of us are exempt. I agree. None of us are. We're all going through something. And don't ever, ever put anybody on a pedestal. Ever. Mm. Because, especially yourself. <laughs> because when you fall, it's not fun. <laughs> there you go. And then make sure you have a good tribe to catch you when you do. Yes. Beautiful words of wisdom from an open, joyful heart. Thank you very much for helping so us. So we do Anna Hughes? Can we Anna Hughes? Sure, let's we're do it. Okay, we're going to take you through a beautiful chant, chant. And you can Focus do it. Focus on your heart. I'm learning this for the first, Focus second time. Focus on your third eye. Okay, third eye. And Anna Hugh, A-N-I-H-U, means compassion. And we're going to chant it. And please feel free to chant with us. Okay. Take a deep breath. Anna Hugh. Anna settle experience the light and the high vibration coming in from the top chakra the top the crown of your head being poured into you through the third eye the throat the heart the spine feel it coming in all the way all the way down to your toes to your soles of your feet connect your soul to your soles of your feet mm. And feel this vibration and energy all around you, sweeping away anything you don't need. And take this energy, this love, this golden light and send it to your home, your work, your family, your children, your parents, your friends. Send it to your co-workers. Send it and bless all your projects right now, mm. all the things you're trying to achieve. Forget the trying, forget the achieving. Just bless them and put them on the track of God's divine energy and let them flow and release the blocks, anything that's been blocking you. Just right now, let it go and see the fences just falling. You're free to go. You're free to love. You're free to receive love. And in your stillness is your power. So bring your energy back inside. Everything you've put out there, just bring it right back inside. Stay contained. Stay intact. And stay in your silence. And that's your power. And let the spirit guide you, protect you, fill you, and speak to you in clarity. Our job is to listen. Our job is to be obedient to the higher power in us so we can go be co-workers with the divine. The planet needs us and you are needed to be at your very best 
the most positive and ask and pray and write down your prayers ask from your heart from your most vulnerable heart do not hide it because if we hide it it cannot be heard god bless you we are blessed to know each other amen amen beautiful thank you for that that was gorgeous wish we can hear it thank you guys for listening Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fire and Soul podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. And if you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at fireandsoulpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.